I take it very seriously when I refer somebody to Stronger You. If I refer somebody to something and they don't get the results or get the service or get what they want from it, that's really tough to do. So I kind of try to look at everybody as my friend that I was talking to this morning. It's just been something that's been ingrained in me that we've got to treat everybody in a way that we feel responsible for their success. Everybody wants a quick thing and there's no quick thing. The quick thing is the slow thing. And that's what I think people forget. Ooh, meme that. Write that down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's how memes happen. They just good. come out. <laughs> Welcome to Stronger You Radio with Mike Dola. Join Mike and friends as they discuss issues to keep you healthy, fit, and on track to create a stronger you. Let's listen in now. What's up, Stronger You fam? Welcome back to another edition of Stronger You Radio. Today... We've got a very special episode. Uh, today, Mike is joining me. Mike's not a new name or a new sound on the Stronger You Radio airwaves, but we are bringing along our chief experience officer, Kale Morrison, to kind of talk a little bit about what his role has been at Stronger You, how he wound up here, uh, what he's working to make happen here in the Stronger You universe. So it uh, should be a fun episode. We're going to dig into a whole lot of what's going on here, how we're looking to improve the member experience as well as the coach experience, and just level stronger you up uh, in every possible way. So before we kind of dig into Kale, Mike, I'd love to hear from you about like what went into the decision to bring on Kale. Um, we all know we have very mixed feelings about Kale. Uh, um, but no really kind of talk us through man like a chief experience officer is a big hire and that's a big thing so lay it on us yeah so it's all kind of a interesting story um kale will probably tell a little bit more but he was a member of ours um had the experience that i think we needed in stronger you uh talked to him a few times before coming on board uh the timing was right where I think we could focus on the member and staff experience a lot. And uh, we got him over here, took some uh, some begging and pleading and stuff like that. But I think the, the decision behind it was that how serious I think the experience of everyone is here. Uh, now, a lot of people that know my story know that I am not a typical CEO. I don't really have all the answers. I'm learning on the job every day. And my goal is to really just align our staff and our community with really awesome people. And I don't want to kiss his butt too much, but he's been an awesome addition. He's helped us tremendously. And um, Kale, why don't you just introduce yourself? Awesome. Well, well, thank you for kissing my butt a little bit. It felt, <laughs> felt good. Um, get used to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Trust me. Um, yeah, I mean, so like Mike said, I, you know, I was a member first and, and I guess if I back up and, and give a little background and kind of how we got here is, is that, um, I spent about 12 years, my background's more in fitness than it is in nutrition. Uh, but I, my background, I spent 12 or 11 or 12 years with Anytime Fitness and uh, that brand that eventually moved to uh, self-esteem brands, which had a few different things underneath it, but I was pretty nestled in that Anytime Fitness space. 
And in that time, what was really cool about my time there is that I started there when there was only about two, 200 gyms or so. And then when I left there, there was about 4,030 countries. So what it allowed me to do is be in a smaller company and then be able to do a lot of things that you typically aren't able to do in a big company where you have a really tight role. So I kind of got to do everything. And one of those things that I did was, um, you know, be a part of the group that built the service vision and the the pillars of the service vision and things like that. And then, and then disseminated that to the, to the uh, franchisees and, and to the members. And so, um, and so I did that for, you know, 12 years or so. And then I moved over as uh, president and CEO of Camp Bow Wow, which is a dog daycare and boarding uh, company. And I think, you know, my journey there was really cool. But at the same time, I was really looking for a place where I was, you know, working, you know, in something that was a little bit more of my passion, uh, health and fitness, and um, uh, with people that I aligned with, you know, in business and in, I guess, social uh, setting, a place where I could be at a table and, and, and be in the conversation and, and do really great things for people and, and then help people get, you know, healthier or, or, or fitter or stronger or whatever that might be. So, um, and then, so to back up just a minute from there, I became a member when I was at Anytime Fitness. And, you know, at that time I had an injury, I was maybe struggling just a little bit kind of in general, like, um, you know, what am I doing? Am I going to be here for the rest of my life? What, what am I going to do? And, um, and I hadn't really intended on losing a lot of weight, but what I, what the, what struck me so much about the company, it was a lot less about dieting and about losing weight. It was really about changing the way that you, really do a lot of things. And it, and it, while it was focused on food, it really created discipline. It created, um, you know, being more mentally tough, um, thinking about things differently, strategizing differently and all that sort of translated to my normal life, which, which led to my, um, move over to Camp Bow Wow. And then along the way, like Mike said, we talked a bunch. Um, I had great success with the program, um, I was active in the community. And so I think that just got us talking about the, the idea of a CXO. Um, and and, and let, let me be honest here. They, uh, they also put me through the ringer, right? They, you know, they gave me some projects to do. And, um, and, and, you know, I think I did those projects to, to a point where they felt like, uh, you know, from a structural standpoint and from a knowledge standpoint and from a strategic standpoint that I, um, you know, had the skill set to do what they wanted me to do. But then also my background gave me the, uh, I guess, the ability to do the things that I do. So they put me through the ringer, Mike and uh, Mike Alessi and Mike Dola and, um, you know, knocked out some projects and, and, uh, and then developed a good relationship along the way. So sorry, that was a long road to where we are, but that gives a, a probably a lot of good context to um, you know, one, my background two, my experience as a member with stronger you, and then what really kind of put me in a place where I really believed in what stronger you was doing, which eventually leads to me being here, um, working, working hard for, you know, the coaches and members here. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, it's not shocking that Alessi and Mike put you through the ringer. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is good. That's the way it should happen. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it, hiring's hard, and 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 so sometimes giving 
real life uh, work to somebody um, really can help you determine whether they are actually a good fit. So it's, it was good Yeah, for me too, you know? I do legitimately feel like, you know, us three and a few others, we meet on a weekly basis. We also have like our own individual meetings. Like we are in each other's ears and in contact with one another all the time. But, you know, Mike, I personally feel like since we have brought Kale on that, like things are significantly tighter on the internal side with, with everything that we do. Right. Right. It's been a, a drastic change. And that again is, is about, I think the experience scale that you bring over here is like you were a CEO. You've done my job that I'm doing now. And selfishly, I learn a lot from you. I learn a lot from everyone here. And I think it's, I think it's super cool. And we're not like a bunch of like, we don't really care about titles and things like that. Yeah. We all have certain things to do, but it is really awesome to just have this group of people around to I guess, push my little vision forth. And that's kind of, sometimes it's scary as CEO. You're like, and we talk like a big part of our job is decision-making. Like we have to make decisions every single day that could affect thousands and thousands of people. And that's crazy. And for me, at one point I was all alone. It was just me making these decisions. Now I have just really good people around me to make sure that uh, we do make the best decisions for everyone. And I always talk that, uh, a lot, of, a lot of businesses. It's interesting that you know it's always like revenue, profit, stuff like that. And we like to think that it's you know you have the business, you have uh, the members, you have the staff, and every decision we make has to be a good balance with all three of those things. Yeah. So, Kale, kind of bring some of our listeners into like bring them behind the curtain a little bit in terms of like what are some of the things we're doing. Don't right. tell them what I'm really like. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't tell them that Mike spends his meetings playing with Legos. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, well, you know, and 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 kind of before you get to the the things that we're doing, you know, to complement what Mike's saying is is very true. And I come from a a, a background where. You know, when we have executive meetings, and I air quoted those, by the way, for for our listeners, um, in my former two companies, it was really about checking your ego at the door. There are no, you know, titles. Um, everybody, you know, can speak up and and everybody sort of has a, a little bit of a role in, in this whole thing. And I've always been a big proponent of, you know, you know, hiring different types of people. And so, you know, we had a motto with my business consultants that, you know, we, we don't hire two of the same people. If two people are the same, then one of them isn't necessary. Right. And, and so when Mike, Mike and I are in a meeting, it's, it's really interesting because we complement our strengths and our weaknesses really, really well. And, you know, I think, you know, Mike has a, has a really, uh, Dola has a very good vision of what he wants and also how he wants the members to be treated. Um, Mike Alessi has very much, you know, the, the strategic and, and detailed mindset. And I kind of fit a little bit in between where, where I, you know, I sort of blend the two together a little bit. And so we have, you know, really good conversations. And then when we open it up to the bigger group, you know, it's, it is more of a discussion than it is, you know, me or Mike or Mike or anybody telling each other what to do. So that's what, that's the best part about, I think, you know, our conversations, just the environment in which these conversations happen is very, very open and, and sometimes raw, you know, just because we disagree, you know, many times too. And um, so we all go into our little sales modes and try to 
you know, <laughs> sell each other on whatever the idea is that, that we want or whatever. But at the end of the day, um, or at the end of the conversation, it always ends up being a blend of, of all of our thoughts or ideas. And then, then whatever it is moves forward and we all jump on board for each other. So, so it is very cool, uh, to, to work with these guys and, and work the way we do. So it's really fun. And one of the funny things is, is that I, I always mess with Alessi about because he's, well, not just him, all of us are very careful to think like 10 layers deep on everything. Yeah. So yeah. he has this thing where he basically made a few words into one word. He says, what happens if, and it's what happens if he's always like weapons, if weapons of this weapons of that. And we crack up about it because it's so true. It's like, we'll say something that we might want to do or what we're working on. And he'll have this response. That's like, all right, let's think deeper on that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by like all these decisions affecting thousands of people. It, I mean, like we had a, a price increase, what, uh, five months ago or something. I was, I was losing sleep over it because I know those things are not comfortable, but mm-hmm. if we don't do that, it affects this thing. And if we do do it, it affects that thing. And there's just so many different layers to everything that I think a lot of people, especially uh, in businesses as they grow, forget the, I guess the pressure and stress on that stuff. And it's, you know, most of it is, is coming from a place of good principles and values. So there's never ever a decision we make that doesn't make us feel good about ourselves. Yeah, no, I, you know, look, I speaking from the internal perspective, and I think this is important to, to relay out to everybody. Like the, the thing that is so clearly apparent in being involved on the internal side of this company is, you know, much to what you said, Kale, everything that goes on winds up being a discussion of some sort, right? Like I, I think for, you know, I, I've been here for two and a half years now and the, the entire time, like I have always felt like we are all involved in the decisions that we make and, and the way in which we want to move forward. But I do legitimately think over the, like, how long have you now been with us, Kale? It's something it's, like six months. It's almost a year now. So almost close. a year now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So August, right? Yeah. It was uh, right at the end of uh, July, I believe, um, when I officially came on. So, but we, this is about the time when we really started seriously uh, having the conversations. I think it just took a little time to get through, yeah. you know, everything. So, yeah. You know, but like the thing that is, has jumped out, and I, I, it's an, it's a sentiment that I feel deeply, and I think all of us feel is that like, since you have come on board, there are very real discussions that happen on a super consistent basis around how can we best serve all of the people that we are responsible for? And mm-hmm. not just, you know, that doesn't just mean the members, right? Cause that's no, not just your sure. job. It's, yeah. it's both the members and our coaches and how can we make sure that every person that exists somewhere under this stronger you umbrella has an incredible experience, whatever that might mean for them. Right. And those are discussions that happen frequently and often and about every, you know, to Alessi's point, like about every layer imaginable. Mm -hmm. And and that has been like a really incredible experience to, to be involved in firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. And and we, you know, I've learned through my time and, and here you have to put all the hats on. You know, every time you you making a decision, you have to put the leadership hat on. You have to put the 
the team's hat on, you have to put the coach's hat on, you have to put the member's hat on, you have to make the best decision for everybody. And, and as we all know, it's not always, you know, it, it does weigh heavier, you know, sometimes it leans one way or leans other, but, but, you know, everything we're always thinking about, you know, which way is this leaning? Who is this going to affect? And, and, you know, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, you know, the, what I truly believe is the, you know, the experience equals the expectations um, plus the reality of the member, right? And so, so if you have, if a member has certain expectations and their reality is different than that, they have a bad experience. If the expectations and reality are equal, then they have a great experience. And so that does mean that the leadership and the coaches and everybody has to be aligned in that and it aren't those expectations in order to make sure that they meet the um, expectations of the members. So, um, so balancing that is, is always, you know, on my mind because, you know, I think one of the things that when I came in here from my coach and, and I've used other coaches here is, is, you know, what we want to bring as consistency throughout all the coaches, but also making sure that we can retain the uniqueness of each coach and the way that they do things. And so, you know, those are the things that I'm constantly thinking about balancing is, is this expectations versus reality. And then, you know, systemizing and, and creating consistency for our members with keeping that uniqueness of our coaches and their different backgrounds and stuff like that. And, and that's what, you know, goes back to what I had with my business coaches you know, in former lives was the fact that, you know, again, if two people are the same, then one of them is not necessary. So, and and I, I got ripped a few times for some of my hires because, you know, as business coach, you know, I'm always looking for where are we weak and, um, and where are we strong too? But I mean, the strengths are always there. Everybody talks about their strengths, but it's, I was looking at where we're weak. So one time I hired a marketing person and a former banker and and my boss is like and he's the ceo of anytime fitness he's like what are you doing like these people have no experience in franchising they have no experience here or whatever it's just like listen where we're weak is in marketing and in like metric or business metrics and so i brought those two people in because not only will they become great business coaches because they're going to learn from the 30, 40 other business coaches we have, but they're going to teach the 30 or 40 business coaches that we already have a new skill to make the entire group better. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the mentality that I kind of come in with this because we have so many talented coaches and, and, you know, to be able to share some of the talent and things like that and bring in new talent where we need it is super critical in order to, again, trickle down to that member experience. So it's really, really not a hundred percent focused on just the member, but it's about, you know, aligning that those expectations with the reality of our members. So. Yeah. And you know, like it's, it's also funny too, because what people who are listening might not also know is that like you not only gain insight into that experience and making sure that those expectations and reality are aligned from your internal work with us here, but you also live with a coach in your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I'm sure you get that from a number of different angles, right? Yeah, I get a really unique view. I mean, she literally uh, works right on the other side of my computer. Like our computers are back to back. And so 
Um, I get brought into a lot of stuff that I think is very, very unique. So I have the member view, um, you know, from me being a member, my wife was also a member and, and she's a coach. And so, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, with, with, uh, you know, and, and I guess I'm teasing this a little bit, but with the app, you know, kind of being worked on and being launched here this year, I'm becoming a little bit of tech support. You know, yeah. so some of the meetings that I have, you know, she's asking me questions and I'm just like, that's really interesting from your perspective. I need to bring that over to a meeting and talk about that and, and even things down to payroll. And, and that's really what's interesting about this is chief experience offer that that's awesome. That's where my, my focus is. But in reality, I, I, we all play all the roles. Like yeah, everything support. is experience. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's everything. And so, and so it, it is really, really cool to have her there um, and, and listening to the questions that she asks and the concerns that she has. So I get that firsthand. Um, and, 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 you know, we created the coach council and, you know, which is a group of, um, you know, coaches that are voted on by the other coaches to kind of be the sounding board for the, the coach experience. And, you know, some of those things I bring to the coach council and then they give me their perspective on it. And so it gets six more perspectives on this thing that I learned from my wife sitting right across from me. And so it, it really helps start to round out, you know, what, what are the areas that we need to improve on for the coaches to do a better job? Um, or what makes their job easier so that they can deliver better support or better um, experience for the members. So it is this really crazy sort of cyclical thing that, that I'm in all the time, but um, you know, we have a lot of fun for sure, but it's, it's really uh, great to have that insight right in front of me for sure. I'm glad you mentioned the coach council because that was something I wanted to, I wanted to talk about a little bit here Yeah, because you know, that's something too, that like many of our members probably don't know about at all. And I don't really know if we've talked about it really. I don't think we have. And, and you know, for good reason, like whenever it was started, it was a, it was a big internal initiative that we wanted to put a lot of effort and care into, but for the internal side of things, for the coach experience, especially. But Kale, can you kind of talk to us a little bit about like, what was the driving force in making you want to like, try and put that together and head it? And, mm-hmm. you know, like, what do you really look to get out of that coach council? Like, what does, what role do those coaches serve for us as coaches and the community at large? Yeah, I mean, I, they serve as a, as like I said, you know, a little bit of a sounding board from the from the you know from an example experience, right? If I bring an example of something or I have an idea, I'm coming from a non-coach place, and and so to push something forward without getting the you know how that affects a coach or or you know how that affects their operations of doing their job every single day is really short-sighted. And, and so I've had these committees in the past of, of whether they're franchisees or members or whatever it is. And it's just always important to have a sounding board for things that you want to put out into space um, before you actually put them out into space, because it might be a really, really bad idea. Um, the other thing is, is that they can bring a really, really unique uh, perspective into the 
coach world, right? I mean, they they all talk together. They they talk about their experiences. They talk about the challenges with members um, and things like that. And so to be able to bring that into an aggregate place, and then and then to me, where I can instead of them trying to figure out the solutions, we can figure out a solution that maybe is a little bit more systematic that we can, you know, give to all the coaches. It's just this really great sort of back and forth where, you know, it could go from member to coach to coach council to us. And then, and then we, you know, figure out what the solution is and then we vet it through the coach council. Then it goes back to the coaches and then down to the members. And that could be really anything that could be the app that could be, Anything that we um, do here, it, it's super important to get the buy-in of the coaches before you sort of make them do something that might not make sense for them. So it's just avoiding that whole, you know, top-down mentality where it's like, hey, I'm up here. I know better. This is what you're going to do. It's it's about bringing them along with the process. And there's never been a time where something has come up where I haven't gotten great insight from coach council before we've done something. So, so it's, it's great. Uh, and, um, you know, we meet monthly and we could probably meet more, but, um, you know, monthly is a reasonable amount of time for everybody to take on it, but it's, it's, yeah, it's a great, it's a great system for sure. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I want everyone to always know why we do things and be involved like you said about the the top down, like, Hey, this is my, this is my decision. Everybody go do it. That's my past careers, like in human yeah. resources, in banking, like we were just told what to do and we did it. And if we didn't like it, we had a choice. We could leave or we can, you know, just not do it. And that's yeah. not the best way to handle things. So I think it's awesome. I'm, I hope the coaches feel like heard and listened to because they are, they're the front line of this thing without them doing a great job and enjoying everything like this thing doesn't work at all. Yeah. yeah you know, and it's, go ahead, Kale. Uh, I just, I just gonna say, you know, it's not an overnight thing. It's, it's, it takes a little time for it to really get going. And I think we've, we're catching a pretty good rhythm, you know, now. Um, but, but again, you know, the, the things that land on the members, you know, is usually delivered by the coaches. And so again, it's just this big cyclical thing that, that is really important to kind of create and get everybody's input in. So it's really good. You know, something that stands out to me about the coach council, and this uh, this comes from one of the very first individual meetings that you and I had, Kale, mm-hmm. was you made the comment that our coaches are our first members to serve. Mm-hmm. And whenever I remember you saying that, and it was like one of those where it was like, that's so obvious why have like, why, why didn't I think of it in those specific words? Like why, why was that not like something that was on the top of my brain? And I think that just speaks to like what you're, what you're looking to make happen here. Right. Yeah. yeah and, and I think that, you know, it's, and you've probably seen this, you know, um, even skipping the coach council a little bit um, as we try to bring a, you know, some consistency to say onboarding new members or offboarding members and things like that. I'm asking questions, you know, in, in our, you know, internal forum to get their feedback because one coach might be doing this. That's really awesome. Another coach might be doing this. That's really awesome. And so, you know, what, what the idea is, is to, to be able to just, you know, build a bigger toolbox 
for our coaches to have lots of different things. And again, that fit their style or personality that they can deliver a great experience inside of their own comfort zone with their own skill sets. And so, for example, you know, some people are really, really good at, um, you know, video calls. Some people are really good at voice. Some people would rather email you know, and, and I'm talking coaches or members. And so to be able to put all those different um, skills in into a place and then them have the ability to use whichever one makes them the best coach they can possibly be is is really what eventually leads down to that that member experience. So so yeah, you have to lead off with the um, with the coach experience and make sure that they have the things that they need in order to do a good job, which leads down to that that member experience. So um, you know, I, I I guess I tend not to weigh one dramatically over the other because I think it 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 shifts sometimes. Sometimes you got to put a little bit more effort with the coaches. Sometimes you put a little effort with the members just depending on timing. But yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, not just a, you know, finding out what's best for one or the other. It's definitely both. Yeah. And you know, like something that's, that's interesting that you kind of said, and it hadn't really dawned on me until you were saying it. I'm like really gassing you up in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> don't you don't get used to it. Uh, no, no. Can I, can I get some of that? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you mentioned that like we're just trying to expand the toolbox to allow people to serve our members, to allow our coaches to serve our members in the way in which they do it best, but also in that is consistent across the board. And mm-hmm. That is also very much so in how we go about coaching our members, right? Like that was what you started this whole thing based on, Mike, is like, it, like we don't, we talk all the time about like, you can eat anything you want here. Like it's, yeah. there's no restrictions. We just want to teach you how to like fit things individually into you, right? Yeah, there's certain rules to nutrition uh, that are kind of non-negotiable, but there's very few. It's it's really just sound strategies. And that's really what we're trying to figure out. And that's, you know, people are like, well, what's different about, uh, you know, keto and stronger you? Well, keto and those things might be good diets, but we're trying to create a good lifestyle for the long term. And that's, you know, why we cost more than a $15 template or book, because right. we're humans helping humans. We are, we're humans helping humans. And that, that's ultimately, that's ultimately what it's about. Right. And that's kind of that role that the, that the coach council is serving is, is just helping our coaching humans level it up a little bit and see all the tools that they've got at their disposal so that they can help the members who are really what this whole thing is about. Yeah. Uh, you know, something interesting that I kind of wanted to get into, cause I think it's a, it's a really, really good example of, the, the point you made about like we discuss a lot of things and, and sometimes we don't put pressure on ourselves to like have an answer immediately. And the example that jumps to mind with that is Kale, you and I have been working on a project for, for months now that like <laughs> this week uh, or this past week, like the three of us, you, Mike and myself, really felt like we kind of wrapped it up and, and got to a point where we felt really, really good about that. So like bring us into the loop on, on what that whole process has looked like, because like I said, you and I have been working hard on this thing and, and, and also 
we got to talk about the fact that like Mike blew us away. Last yeah, yeah. Week. <laughs> <laughs> like, we we yeah. were both speechless. One of my favorite experiences with with Mike and I, I started to learn a little bit about how he you know, talks about his business and talks about things, you know, in general is he and I went to a service summit in, uh, in Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, with John DeJulius. And, uh, John was awesome. He invited us there and a woman came up to us and she was part of their staff. And, um, you know, she's like, you know, tell me a little bit about stronger you. And, you know, for me, I'm all about, I come from a place where you, you know, rattle off this sentence and it's just like, whoa, you know, like, oh, I told you, like, tell me more, you know? And, and, you know, Mike's version of that is like 45 minutes long because he doesn't want to leave anything out. Like he's so passionate about, you know, everything that we do and making sure that everybody knows, you know, all the, 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 the details of the program. So they feel super, super comfortable when they come in. And so, you know, we were, we're working, the project is, you know, working on, you know, our, our uh, values, mission, uh, vision and service vision. And, and so, yeah, you and I, you know, my approach is really messy to start. And, and, you know, I think that from the, from where we came from, you know, Mike was like, we have to get like this, you know, what do we, when somebody asks us who we are and what we do, what do we say, you know? And, and, and I'll come back to that part because that's the funny part, right? So you and I spend time and I love the messy process that we got into. That's like one of my favorite things to do is to just throw down a whole bunch of stuff, like throw all the spaghetti at the wall, right? And, and even take time in between our meetings to think about it or, you catch something in a book that you read or you catch something in a conversation that you had and you pull that into um, this, this mess of words and phrases and things like that, that we use in our company. And, you know, over the time, what you know, we spend a, you know, a month and a half or two months doing that and we get to a really good place. And so, and Mike's over there going, he's got FOMO. He's like, he's yeah, like, yeah. when can I see it? When can I see it? You know, it's hard for, yeah, for, for those listening at home, like Kale and I would not let Mike in on these meetings. Yeah. Like, we, it was, <laughs> we were like, yeah. You are not allowed, dude. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so it was really funny to, to go through that process and I can kind of see Mike's anxiety going up, but I, I know he, he trusted us and stuff like that. So when we got to the point where we, we shared it with him, um, you know, overall, I think, and, and Mike obviously will chime in here, but, you know, all, overall, I think it was really well done, uh, the, what we ended up with. And the majority of it, Mike was just like, yep, spot on. So then we were getting to like this elevator pitch, you know, idea where, you know, we, we just wanted to get consistent across our team. Like, what, do, what are we? What do we do? Because coaching is very, very difficult to explain in like one or two sentences. And so Tanner and I had like this thing all down and, and it was like pages and pages and pages of notes to get to this final thing. And Mike rolls in and he's just like, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, everything looks good. Yep, this word, that word, cool. Um, but the, but I've got a different, you know, idea for the, the, um, the, this elevator pitch. And then he just spits this thing out and you and I sat there like, like everything, everything that every time we've asked about this, it's like this huge long thing. And all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, here comes Mike and just spits out this glorious <laughs> chain of sentences and like literally we, we couldn't even change a word we were just like 
that needs a com- nope it doesn't need a comma uh yeah how about we were using both this like, word no nope, we nope, like, it doesn't we need that word for months on this and yeah. this is worlds better than anything we yeah, can yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah, so it's, awesome it's, it was so awesome mike yeah. where did that come from dude well, i mean first, so it's like this go ahead before you say it though is that is that that's the mm-hmm. that's the thing about you though sometimes sometimes it's it's the, the words don't come to you unless like like there's there's sort of this framework or whatever and then like you said and i and i know you're going to talk about that framework that you used and that framework worked out just absolutely perfect in this scenario and i loved it it was awesome yeah so i think when you know just backing up an elevator pitch is basically how you explain what you do to someone that you know, basically you might meet in an elevator and says, Hey, Oh, what is stronger you? So I'm thinking like, what the heck is it? Like, how do you explain these food people on the internet that don't tell you exactly what to eat, but teach you about food? And what do you get from doing that? So there's this thing called uh, the story brand, like marketing. And it's kind of like, who is the, who's the hero, right? The hero is the member. What do they get if they do the thing that you're helping them do. So like for most of our members, it's about uh, lifelong dieting struggles, like people that have tried all kinds of stuff who are just annoyed and irritated. They feel let down by the dieting industry. So we identify the person, we identify how we fix those things and we talk about what they get from it. And, you know, forgive me cause I don't remember exactly what I said, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like trying to fix people's lifelong problems with, you know, personalized nutrition coaching, uh, food freedom, so they can eat the foods they like. And, you know, I'm really butchering it right now. I swear yeah. it's much better in, in written word. <laughs> and then they, they can finish this thing and never have to diet again. And that's really it. It's you guys had a great framework of what it was. And I just took what I think of Stronger You, what this process is, and just melded the two. And uh, when I saw you guys, like I was expecting you to critique me and say all kinds of things and you were silent and I was like, is that a good thing, is that a good thing or not? Yeah. yeah, There really was though, like for, for people listening at home, like it's like last Friday or something like that. The three of us got on this call together. Like it was this whole moment, right? Like for a couple of weeks, Kale and I and our weekly meetings with, with, every, with the whole team had been like we're working hard on this thing. We are, we are close and we're going to bring Mike into the fold and get his input on what we've done, you know, fully prepared to either like have to scrap everything or be like, or hear like, Oh, okay. Like we actually did a pretty decent job, you know, cool. And in the elevator pitch is something that we had like worked on a lot. And you know, like Mike, like that stuff we've, we have worked on at various points here internally, but have never like really finalized it or drilled it down into something that we all felt really good about. And Mike leaves this comment on the document that we're all working on and with his, with his version of the elevator pitch. And in the meeting, Mike, I think what happened is he like called us, called our attention to it. And he was like, well, did you guys see what I left here? Yeah. So Kale and I took a minute to look over it. And there, there was, there's this like pregnant pause where, yeah. where where both of us are like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of a win-win, you know, like, like yeah. boss got his way and we got, and we got like, it, it was, it was the best of both worlds. We thought we were either going to, you know, be 
you know, lifted up onto the podium or just completely scrapped. And it was kind of a little bit of both. So it was nice. <laughs> it was. And for, for everyone listening at home, like we're not about to lay this elevator pitch out on you because yeah. we want to release that to our, we want it to be a surprise to our coaches. Oh, I was just bringing it up. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but you know, we want, we do, we, we like want these sorts of things. So like we want to get them in, into the hands of our coaches first. And, and then we're, we're going to lay it out for everybody, for the whole world to see. And, um, because you know, it's, it is the, these types of efforts are, are ways for us to like plant our flag in the ground and say, these are the things that we stand for. And these are the things that we care about. And, you know, like if, if any and all of you only knew how much time and effort we put into like those high level ideas because they matter, right? Like they matter to all of us. They, I mean, they are so deeply important. Yeah, and I fun. think, you know, like, it's, it's weird running a business. It's, it's, it's crazy to, to have this thing. And again, thank you to all the members that are really selling this thing for us. Cause we don't really market at least at this point, I think we, we will eventually, but this thing is really just about doing a really good job and, and changing people, you know, how they feel, how they eat, how they live. And it just spreads. And just like, you know, harnessing that and giving that to more people. It's the most fun thing in the world. People ask me what I do for fun. Um, I help people like that's my thing. No, it is. It's, it is our thing. And it's something that like, you know, any job, right. At at some points or another feels like a job on a, on a day or a week or depending on what is going on. But you know, like I do think that there's absolutely something to be said for the fact that I feel like, like us, like we as a team wake up most days, I would say 98% of days, absolutely on fire Yeah, for the opportunity that we have. And yeah, I think, uh, and this is kind of, like when I got into this stuff, I was, I was very, um, I don't know the word, not pes- kind of pessimistic about careers and jobs. And I was like, people can't do what they want to do. Like nobody really does that. And if they do, it's not making a difference or it doesn't pay enough to pay the bills and to have a job that you love that helps people and you can, you know, pay your bills and enjoy life. It's, it's incredible. And I think, uh, you know, it sucks to see so many people work in jobs that they don't like. And that's one of my favorite things as well. And that's a big part of like, when I talk about my business score, it's not revenues, it's a bunch of different things. And one of those things is, is giving people jobs. And I think when, you know, you can give someone a job that they enjoy, where they don't have to wake up and do something they don't want to do. That's like freeing someone, you know? It is. It is. Absolutely. You're exactly right, man. It's, it's freeing and it's just, it's the greatest opportunity in the world, right? Like it's like the fact that we get the ability to like touch the lives of thousands of individuals on a, on a daily basis is like, you know, that's one of those things that like you you can't ever legitimately take it for granted. Right. Because even on the hard days, I think we are all reminded by a random post in the group or a transformation that we see or something like that. That is like, man, we've got a big role to play here. We like, we have a really important role to play in the lives of the people who come to us. 
Yeah, it's a crazy responsibility. I mean, you you think about it. I I just got off the phone with um, an old colleague of mine uh, this morning, and he was looking at Stronger You. And, and, you know, I take it very seriously when I refer somebody to Stronger You. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. if I refer somebody to something and they don't receive, you know, get the results or get the service or get what they want from it. That's a really, that's really tough to do. So, so I, I kind of, you know, try to look at everybody as my friend that I was talking to this morning and, you know, make sure that, and that's, you know, kind of how, how, and, and Mike thinks that way too. And it's just been something that's been ingrained in me that, you know, we, we've got to treat everybody um, in a way that we feel responsible for their success, whether it's a coach, whether it's a member, whether, you know, whether it's a, um, you know, for me, whether it's Mike, you know, I want him to be proud of what we're building here as well. And so if I'm, if I'm responsible for that, then that's important to do as well. So it's, it's a, it's a very cool company for sure to, to be a part of. I'm biased, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, me. Yeah. No, <laughs> just <kidding>. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no. I'm, I'm so, I think it's so funny, man. I, I was talking to Leslie about it yesterday because a lot of people like see stronger you and the growth and you know, the success of it. And they're like, can you help me out? And I'm like, yeah, I would love to help anyone with their business stuff if they want to talk to me. But what I tell them is never exciting stuff. And it's a lot like our successful members here. A lot of people are like, well, what did, what did you do for this? And, well, they hit their numbers. They showed up every day. They didn't get emotional emotional about this thing. They used logic and they asked questions and they did did great. And that's pretty much the business. We show up every day. We do some cool stuff. We make sure it makes sense. We don't get too emotional on numbers and things like that because we know if we do the right thing, the right thing is going to come. And when I talk to people on the phone or, or whatever, and you know, just to be clear, I don't I don't charge anybody for this stuff. I just love to talk business stuff. They're like, oh, that's it. Well, how do I get members? And I'm like, I don't know, do a really good job and be everywhere. Be in Starbucks with a laptop sticker like me, you know, post a (laughs) mug somewhere, get creative, have a good time, check in with people. Like there's all kinds of things that get forgotten. Everybody wants a quick thing and there's no quick thing. The quick thing is the slow thing. And that's what I think people forget. Ooh, write that down. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's how memes happen. They just come out. (laughs) Sign your name like like Gary Vee right there after that. No, no, no. No, No, but I do think like you touched on something that is like a very lived reality for all of us who, who work here. Whenever you said like have a good time because if there is anything that we are good at doing, it's, it's having legitimate fun while we work. Right. Like, and because we we have to, right. Like we are doing this call and I am in Austin, Mike, you're in New York, Kelly, you're in Colorado. Like we're, we're virtual. Right. So like we, we depend on these connections that we make with each other to feel closer as a team and to feel like we're all in this together. And, you know, it's like, like Kale and I meet on a weekly basis and spend half of that meeting, like making fun of each other because well, yeah, don't, tell, don't tell Mike that we're, we're, we're working super hard. Yeah. yeah I'm not time. paying for that. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Let's uh, get it down to seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but it's like, because that's, that's part of the way in which we brainstorm, but it's also part of the way in which it's like, we feel closer together as a team and that allows us to like 
lean on each other when we need it, to bounce ideas off of one another, and to, you know, know that, like, we're all standing here in each other's corners at every yes. step of the way. And, it's a little bit of a virtual water cooler, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we don't have offices to walk around and then stop in the hallway and chit-chat for, you know, five, ten minutes with people. And so, you know, these are, uh, these are the opportunities that we have to do it. And, and that's important for, you know, morale and culture and things like that. And it's, to be honest, it's, it's tough to do in a, in a company that's 100% remote like this. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's good to keep that alive. It is tough. I think, you know, sometimes it'd be so cool if we were all in the same place, but I'm not going to ask anybody to move. So don't, don't worry guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Unless we buy our own Island or something like that. Well, we have to get like 10 million members for that. (laughs) That's that's fair. Or move to Bermuda. I love Bermuda so much. Yeah. We do have, we do have a bunch of members there. We have a coach Derek there. Um, Love, love it. Well, Kale, I just kind of love to hear from you, man. Like you don't have to get into super big specifics or anything like that, but you know, is there anything, you know, we're halfway through the year 2020. Is there anything like big on your plate or big on the horizon that like, if, if things go perfectly, uh, which they will, uh, that you really, (laughs) really want to see happen, uh, that you really like want to, you know, be able to look back on and be like, we put our stamp on the company, or our members by doing this this year? Yeah, I think there's a couple things. Uh, but first, I'd probably say the stuff that I think is probably the most important is probably not going to show up as a thing to our members, right? They should mm-hmm. they should feel it. They should they, they honestly shouldn't even know it's there, right? You know, so so that's one thing, and, and that's just mostly bringing you know putting some you know structure and some consistency in the background. Um, but the the big things I think are obviously app launch, right? Like we want to get the app out. The app should save everybody a lot of time and effort and, and make things a lot more simpler for, again, as we wear all hats for our team here at, in the, in the, I guess the virtual corporate office, um, our coaches and our members and, and deliver the experience that we really want there. The second thing is, um, you know, a resource center, for our members, our coaches, for everybody, for, you know, because right now, you know, our community and, and everybody listening is probably very much in our community, you know, to find documents and information and education and things like that on their own is a little bit challenging in that type of environment. So to be able to create a place where, where we have um, education and information logged, organized, searchable, um, would be something that I'd really like to um, to get done, you know, for for that member facing side of things. Internally, you know, I'm a big stat nerd, so I like numbers. I like um, I like making informed decisions based, you know, based off of gut and data. And so, I'm excited to with the with the app launch and some of these other things to be able to just start getting some more information in because the information will help us make the decisions that we want to make in order to make, again, the coaches' lives easier, their ability to coach and be more personal with our members and deliver a really great experience. So I think that those are the big things on my radar right now. Um, but again, I hope that the app is really the tangible thing. The The resource center is a tangible thing, but in, in between all that, you know, kind of that grout that keeps everything together and working really, really well is the stuff that is, is going to 
um, I think help with our members experience and the, and the coaches um, efficiencies and things like that. So those are the, those I think are the, the main things that I'd probably mention. but yeah, just, just continue to incrementally. I, I love the idea, you know, in, in the atomic habits book of, of getting a 1% better every single day. You know, yeah. and I think that, you know, to your point and to Mike's point, we are all excited every single day to get, get things done. But if we just incrementally get a little bit better all the time, then I think that that's always the, the goal. So. Yeah. The aggregation of marginal gains is a real yeah. thing. It's yeah, for sure. It's like, everything's like compounding interest. Like you don't see it day yep. to day, but yeah. you wake up in the future and you're like, holy crap. Like there's some cool stuff going on here. Yeah. Yeah. You look back a year, uh, you know, a year from now or you look back and you go, wow, we, you know, the time goes so fast. You feel like you didn't get a lot done, but you just, we're in a completely different place. I mean, even it's like when I started here, you know, yeah, it's like fat loss. I mean, it's yeah. people yeah, yeah. Are like, when, when am I going to lose 20 pounds? I'm not yep. really sure, but if yep. you do the things that lead to it, it's going to be there. So let's yeah. just keep showing up. Yeah. yeah, it's like consistency compounds over time. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's one of those things that is kind of easy to forget in the day to day whenever you're in the weeds of whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's trying to diet down to a certain look or weight or like on our side, like working on projects or whatever. Right. But, you know, you can't you can't ever lose sight of the fact that like showing up and punching that clock every day winds up playing out in your favor. It might not happen on the timeline you expect, but it plays out in your favor. Dude, and I say this a lot about, um, you know, the nutrition fitness stuff. It's one of the only things in the world that has a 100% return on investment. If you show up, you are going to get the thing. It, yeah. It's without a doubt. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's guaranteed, right? And, and that's, the, that's the beautiful reality of it. Because like the path forward is simple. It might, it might not always be easy, but it's yeah. simple. And it's just putting that, that into action on a daily basis. And that should be another podcast. It's not simple or it's not, uh, (laughs) it's not easy, but it's simple. Just talking about, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah. Write that down. We should write that down too. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, listen, fellas, I do just want to say thank you both for jumping on here. Uh, Kale, I know we talked about bringing you on here quite a bit and, like I, th- I think this is something that's really, really important for the members of our community and as and our coaches as well to have access to and to be able to learn a little bit more about you and what you're looking to make happen here. Because you know, I we bust on each other all the time, but I really do and truly mean it whenever I say that. Like I feel like over the past six months to a year, and this is largely thanks to you and to Mike working hard to bring you on board and us all working together. We have legitimately leveled up to a degree that like we, we hadn't seen before yeah. and, and we are all better because of it. I just recorded all of that. So thank you. And I use that in the future. No, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for the, the time. And, and I, I love um, my opportunity here and, um, working with the members and the coaches and stuff like that. It's been a lot of fun. So thank you for, for it only taking a year for you to put this together. It's really nice. Of you. <laughs> we were busy. We were, fo- we were focusing on the members. Uh, That's right. That's right. Podcasts. No. <laughs> Get it right. No, it's, it's good. I appreciate it. This was a great time. This really, really was. I appreciate the both of you and I love the both of you. Love working with you guys. All right. Love you guys too. Love you too, brother. I love right, everyone.
All right, Stronger You fam, keep your ears peeled. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. This one's really great, and seriously, Kale is a big addition. So if you don't know him yet, uh, you can find him on Facebook, Kale Morrison. Kale, what's your Instagram? (laughs) Kale Morrison. All right. Well, fam, this was a great time. Uh, Keep your ears peeled next week. We'll have another one out for you. Later. Bye, guys. See ya. Stronger You Radio is a broadcast wellness production powered by StrongerYouFit.com. Content copyright Stronger You. Executive producer Frank Sardella. Thanks for listening to Stronger You Radio. For more information on the podcast, visit StrongerYouPodcast.com.